we're going to look in our next segment at the Cardinals going up against the Panthers. This is, I mean, one quarterback needs to do homework contractually, whereas the other quarterback just needs to do homework in general because I haven't got the stat on me right now, Colin, but Baker Mayfield's stats, there's some special stat, and he's that far, I'll find it and tweet it out this weekend, he's that far behind every other quarterback in the league in terms of like decision-making to it, or like some sort of incredible stat that I'll find, but basically they're screwed. Do you agree with that? Even though they, you know, they, they, they won last week against the Saints. Yeah, they they did. Um, I and I I think they're. I I'm not a big believer in the what the Panthers have there. Um, not not in Matt Rule and not particularly now in in Baker Mayfield. I I'd hoped for Baker's sake, you know, he could make a, a proper go of it, but I don't think it has worked. Um, and I I think unless there's massive improvement, I, I can't see Baker being there next year. Um, so he'll probably be looking for potentially another um, gig elsewhere. The the cards have just been they've they've disappointed you know um in in many respects uh, at times they flash we've talked about it but it's it's Murray magic it's it's not down to you know the head coach making good decisions um we've seen Isaiah Simmons has been disappointing ever since he went there they don't seem to know how to really use him um. They could absolutely win this right because I, I do think that the Panthers will. Are, are struggling at times um, and Christian McCaffrey has missed two days though apparently the all signs are that he will play um, but he's already on the injury report twice which is concerning but for whatever reason the Panthers just always seem to beat the Cards um, they've beaten them in their last six matchups including two playoff games it's almost a decade since the Cards beat them and it doesn't make a great deal of sense because I, uh, you know, I, I think both of these teams have have issues, and certainly, you know, I think they both have issues at their head coach. But I take Cliff over Matt Rule. But I'm going to say that for some reason it continues to, to be the case that the Cards can't manage to win, and the Panthers do it. The Panthers have struggled offensively throughout the course of the season, it's fair to say. I know we, they put a point numbers against the Browns week one, but for three and a half quarters, they didn't do very much. They didn't do a lot in the week two against the Giants. And whilst they won the game last weekend, I felt the stats were distorted by what was a set, what a big touchdown to the guy which they brought him in the Jags and let someone else have a go at pronouncing his surname. He had a 75-yard touchdown. Levisca Chenault. Yeah, there you go. Fair play to you. So it kind of distorts from before that what were very average numbers and the Saints couldn't move the ball all day. It was more around the fact that defence... Um, the cards have been able to score 56 to 13 in the first half of every, you know, over the course of the first three weeks. But what I would say is they played against the Chiefs, high scoring team. Okay, the Raiders self destructed, but the Raiders are deemed to be an explosive offense. They did put up 20 points in the first half. And then last week, the Rams, again, another explosive offense. And fair play, they held them to 20 points. But I think they can do more than enough to hold this Panthers offense. And you see what they've done. Like I know Murray last week struggled, but he's still true for over 300 yards. He didn't get into the end zone. Hollywood Brown has had 250 yards so far. He's been actually quite a good signing. We were all kind of hesitant whether he was worthy of a first-round pick tonight in the draft. And he had 140 yards last week off 14 receptions, so he has a connection from their college days with, with Kyler Murray. I'm going with the Cardinals. I, can, I know Colin is probably right in terms of historic reasons why you should potentially look at the Panthers. They obviously have the Indian sign. I think they're going to correct that this weekend. 
and the cards win. And there's a few people who follow our show who are cards fans that are going over to the game. So it would be nice to see them enjoy a victory in front of their team for the first time. Hogan's a cards fan. He's picking the cards. Uh, Mark Cockrell's picking the cards. Everyone's picking the cards apart from Colin so far. Um, yeah, that, that that whole situation with uh, Christian McCaffrey is is interesting because there was times last week against the Saints where even though he's had 243 yards rushing this season, which is fifth in the league already, hard to believe for a guy like him. That's You'd hope that he gets through a full season this year. Um, he... He just couldn't get a breakaway run last last week to the point of scoring a touchdown against the Saints, which was frustrating for fantasy owners, I think, uh, including me. But um, the thing is, he's only had 13 targets so far this season. So, you know, Baker should be trying to find a way to get the ball to him, or the reality is they're probably really scared of injuring him, which is six of one, half dozen of the other. Um, for me, even though Kyler Murray's got nearly 800 passing yards in three games, they're so ineffective, it's unbelievable. That being said, their comeback against the Raiders was, as a neutral, for the ages, what a game, what an end of the game. But the, the play, the decision-making out of the pocket from Kyler Murray was just class. But that's like me turning up in the school and doing a test in French that I revised for, and then I don't revise for the other five. I... I <laughs> I've got the Panthers winning this game. I, I just feel that the the cards can't get it going. And I think it's a massive, massive issue for them. I think that Ron Rivera and Cliff Kingsbury are, are under pressure in both teams. And I feel that the Panthers are going to get a win. Now, that being said, Brian did mention there that there's numerous people associated to this broadcast that are either, you know, like watching their Cardinals fans, etc. There's also Panthers fans. And I hope anyone going to the game at the weekend... Uh, has a great time and I hope that I'm wrong if you're a Cards fan but uh, I, I think Baker will get it done somehow get the ball down the field Leviski Chenault even though it's pretty poor to watch on the on the whole and uh, the Panthers winning for me yeah okay we're going to look at this next game which is the Patriots my bad against the Packers uh, can, can I just apologise for the selection or media use this week i don't know what's going on there column you're picking the packers now let, let, let's just get this out of here now because it's on the screen it's my bad um it's a it's a difficult game for the patriots to go in never mind the fact that they haven't got mac jones going into lambeau field uh, they did show some signs of promise last week but whenever they were playing baltimore i found that the baltimore defense not that we're talking about the Ravens right now, but just generally in terms of the Patriots, the defense for the Ravens just found a way to get at the offense and just get through players. And I don't think they're going to have it easy in Lambeau Field either. No, I, the, I did see a tweet today that claims that Matt Jones is at the facility and even though he's not practicing, he might play on Sunday, which seems amazing given the pain that he was in, given that we were told it was a severe high ankle sprain um, and they were just glad he was avoiding surgery. So I don't know where that re- report is coming from, but that that's certainly out there. Did you see um, Bill's press conference? I don't mean about it, but did you see Bill's press conference on Tuesday when he was asked about, the, uh, about Brian Hoyer and about his thoughts on Brian Hoyer? He's like... Brian's a Brian's a good quarterback. 
I didn't say anything else. <laughs> it's that's that's classic um, Bill Belichick. What you what you need to do is ask Bill about you know the history of um, special teams play or some obscure play from the 1950s, and you'll suddenly get this incredibly elaborate answer about the evolution of long snappers and uh, you know their importance in in the game today. I've gone with the backers because um, I didn't believe and I don't imagine Mac Jones can will play. And I, I just think going in with the, the backup QB is just too big an ask. A Bill Belichick team, I, I'm sure that they will um, make it tough. I think they will run the ball well. I think that's what they'll focus on. Um, but we're, we saw some, I suppose, maybe green shoots of life um, from the Packers last week. Uh, they got the, the win against the, the Bucks. Uh, and in terms of their, their young receivers, um, I think they he lean into his um, tight end a lot more, uh, Tanyan. And um, it, we're still weeks away, I think, from the, the Packers offense really um, getting motoring. But I do think they'll have enough um, to beat a, a Patriots team that is uh, struggle, struggling and, and will struggle more. I just don't believe they're the elite talented wide receiver and tight end and with a backup QB, that'll cost them. I'll make it very clear now, um, because if you if Jones does play on Sunday, people and people say, "Oh, well, you picked the Packers because Jones wasn't playing and he's taught his second second quarterback." No, no, no. If if Jones is playing, Packers are winning this game comfortably either way. Um, you only look at the Packers' defensive display last week. I know Tom Brady seems a bit off the moment, but it was still very strong. Cam had a really great game. In fourteen tackles, stops that two point conversion at the end. That game wasn't close last week. They allowed a late drive for the Bucks, but their defense was dominant. Um, it's coming back to life. They were down against the Bears' offense, which in fairness has struggled. And for the second half of the Vikings game, whilst Jefferson had a really strong first half, he they shut him down in the second half. So they've actually got continuously better since the first half of the first game. And I see the same Sunday, whether Mac Jones play or not. I, they'd have to run the ball. I think the Packers are well capable of handling them. And to Colin's point, we did see a little bit more of improvement, and it's gradually starting to get better. You know, they leaned on the run in the week two game against the Bears. They got more expansive last week. Romeo Dobbs had a good game last week as a rookie. Lazard, Tanyan, and even if they didn't rely on the run game, as the game progresses with Jones and AJ Dillon, more than enough. It's a comfortable win for me. Don't get, don't see any reason. And I think the betting line is nine and a half. I'd be all over that. Mark's taking the Patriots, so he's not. He's taking the Packers. Uh, Hoagie's taking the Packers. Everyone's taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. But the thing is, I I, I want to find a reason to pick the Patriots. Um, I don't agree with Messer O'Leary down here. I think if Mac Jones was playing and he was fully fit, it would be a closer game. Uh, and I I wouldn't like the nine and a half spread on the handicap if Mac Jones is playing. Because last week, Mac Jones had what, over 300 passing yards and he made, he made Devante Parker and him look like Tom Brady and Randy Moss at one point. So... I, I'd look I, there's there's many question marks and variables over this Patriots team I get it people are going to hate on us for taking the Packers like I have not picked the Patriots once this season and we're a quarter through the regular season after the Sunday so I'd like to find a way to pick them um, the reality is like the, the Patriots have got question marks and issues on their on their offense they don't have the best weapons to throw the ball to even with Mac Jones there and for Patriots fans that have been through years of uh, of winning of glory 
that sucks, especially when you've got the Dolphins coming up and the Bills coming up. And it just, it's just a cycle. You know, look at me, I'm a man in elephant. I'm going through it as well, lads. So it's grand. But don't hate me because I'm not picking you. Um, that being said, I don't like the nine and a half. Something is just telling me not to do it. And not that I'm not going to do it. Bet responsible if you are. Uh, the only way in which I can see that happening is if they run the ball. If Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon can run effectively through this Patriots team, which I don't think they will. I think the, I think the defense will put up for as long as they can. Maybe mid-third quarter, it could start opening a bit. Um, that could be the situation. But I don't feel that Aaron Rodgers has the offensive weapons to get him 30 to 42 points in this game. And that's why I don't like the 9.5 spread. That being said, I'm going with the Packers. I think the Packers will win this game. And... Just want to make a point on the spread, and not to get too much of a betting perspective because I've caught him, we might get lost soon. But the nine and a half hasn't moved, Mike. So when when Hoyer was confirmed, or you know, realistically, we know he's probably not likely he was going to going to play, and the bookies get hold of that. They use the line moves to 12 and a half, 13 and a half, because they feel that Mac Jones is more credible as a quarterback. The line hasn't moved. I don't know if that's a reflection on what they think of Mac Jones, or whether it's more a reflection that they think the pages will hold their own, but. Bucky's obviously don't see Mac Jones playing one way or other as a difference in this game. They haven't changed the odds, they haven't changed the handicap. They think that's a reasonable line. I can see why you think it, but I think they'll find a way to beat them with 10 points at least. Maybe they have a glory. Yeah.